0: Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 67 of the Mess Hall Podcast. This week I have Michelle from saver 5 Foods on. They She has an awesome, awesome little shop in Inglewood here in Calgary. Um, we sat down, we talked about that a little bit, talked about some of the cool stuff that she has in her shop, whether it's food and cooking equipment, and also talked about her cooking experience and her world travels. It was truly an awesome experience, so enjoy this podcast. The Mass All Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB, and we're happy to be partnering with Seat Giant to offer you tickets on major sporting events, big concerts, popular theater throughout North America, and more. Whether you're at home or on vacation, check out Seat Giant for tickets to the hottest events. I was looking for tickets to go see Weird Al. Um, I'm a big Weird Al fan. He was His concert in Calgary is sold out. Both of them are sold out. So I went on Seat Giant, found some tickets there for all three of us, Um, like you can do, you can save 5% off your purchase if you use the promo code APN. That's what I did. I saved 5% off my tickets. You can do the same. So, all tickets are in Canadian dollars, even if the event is in the U.S. Seat Giant is a Canadian owned and operated, and it guarantees every ticket. So, like I said, go to SeatGiant.ca, use the promo code APN. It helps out the podcast network, and you get to save 5% off your tickets. Hey, everyone. One last thing before we start the episode. Um, still going on at the Alberta Podcast Network. We're doing a survey where everyone that enters can win one of three cash prizes of $100. Let us know how we're doing on the podcast. Um, like I said, you get a chance to win a prize of $100, which is pretty cool. It's really there. It's not one of those fake things you see on Facebook. So head over to albertapodcastnetwork.com slash survey fill out the survey, help us be a better community, and help us be a better podcast network. Thanks.
1: Uh We're in the best hall. If having a chat, what and where you like to eat, and everything like that. All podcast.
0: So today I have Michelle from Savory Fine Foods here. Welcome to the Mess All Podcast. Um, first off, congratulations! Um, I saw that you have Best Kitchen Store in Calgary for the Best of Calgary.
1: Yes, thanks. It, we were lucky to get the Best of Calgary award this year with with. Uh... For, for kitchenware, yeah, and it's savor fine foods. Oh, sorry. sorry. That's sorry. okay, Avery. I, um, thought, I thought I would just make that clear.
0: One of the things that my listeners will know, I'm horrible with names sometimes. Oh, and,
1: no worries, um, no worries. I
0: always mess stuff up like that, but <laughs> yeah. it's usually because of excitement, and I try to hold it back, but it's like, yeah. I really get excited for these interviews, and I get excited for who I'm interviewing, and... Um, I get first names wrong, I get last names wrong. Oh, no worries, no worries. um, And
1: I'm pretty good with names, so so that's okay. We'll We'll make a good team. Yeah, we'll balance each other off. So tell me the story. How did your store come along? How did that start? It started 11 years ago. Um, I was teaching English as a second language at Mount Royal. This was before it was a university. And one of my colleagues and uh, myself decided that we wanted to do something new and different. Um, And we both love food and enjoyed going out to restaurants, trying different food. Cooking was a big thing, big part of our lives. And entertaining, having dinner parties with friends. And so we started to explore different business options and um, did a bunch of research and finally decided that... um, a kitchenware store and and specialty food was something that we wanted. We, we were really passionate about, and we wanted to jump into. So
0: nice, yeah. So where do, where does your passion for the kitchen and food come from?
1: Well, I was thinking about this uh, a little bit over the last couple of days um, before this interview, and uh, I I really do think that my grandmother and my mum were a big part of why I love food so much. And I think, um, and not because that they, they were fancy cooks, but because the food was always fresh and, and just really good. Um, my grandparents had a huge garden in Lethbridge. And we all, like, having fresh tomatoes, there's nothing better than fresh tomatoes out of the garden. Yes. And just really appreciating simple, good food was something that i grew up with nice yeah
0: i I like that story because you're right simple fresh food is so good
1: yeah you don't have to you know and like that's sort of the slow food movement too the the way that they look at food and um yeah i i think that if you have really good food really good ingredients you don't have to you know get really fancy with it and you can enjoy all sorts of wonderful tastes and experiences and yeah
0: that's awesome yeah um so you obviously have an appreciation from growing up and as a kid um what else stands out for you like when you were growing up like besides the fresh tomatoes like anything else that just stands out like like some of your favorites
1: grandma made bread so homemade bread and of course bread is so popular now again people are you know, have their sourdough starters going. Yes, and yes. my mom baked bread as well, too. Uh, so that was a big, a big part of, you know, that was one of my favorite foods. Asparagus, my grandparents had in their garden. Like, so it's not something that maybe as a kid you would think that a kid would like uh, a lot, but it was just one of my favorite things for sure. Um, you know, the, the, the Christmas time, we had my dad's family comes from Sweden and Norway, so we had what's called lefse. And it's a th- like a thin potato crepe. Okay. And uh, yeah, that we only had that once a year, so it was really special. And um, yeah, I loved it. And it was, yeah, I still make it sometimes. And and I, you know that kind of stuff just brings back great memories. And yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so when you're making that. Are you just bringing back those memories of childhood? Yeah, yeah. It it
1: takes me back to my grandparents' kitchen. It takes me back to you know um, their house and just all those great feelings that you have when you're when you're with family and you know holidays that kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I like to call that nostalgia eating, and
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: those are those things that bring that smile to my face. Like those those simple things that, but what you're describing is a huge treat as well. Of just once a year, only having it. And yeah. Bringing back those great, great memories. It's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, would you have the crepe plane, or was there stuff on it? Or I'm intrigued uh, no, by this, No, no. So. The
1: crepe, um, what, the thing that, you could put anything on it. Um, you We ate it. Warm typically, they would all be gone probably. Um, but uh, we would just put some butter and sprinkle a little bit of sugar on it and roll it up and just eat it out of our hand. It's not like we, you know, you cut it or whatever, but that's that's what I remember. You could put jam on it or peanut butter and jam or whatever, so it was sort of a breakfast kind of thing. Oh, yeah.
0: So, was it naturally sweet or is it a savory?
1: No, it's just it's. Basically, you take mashed potatoes and you add flour into them. So it was kind of, in with Christmas, like sort of your leftover mashed potatoes kind of okay. thing, and you add flour and roll it out really thin, and then yeah. there is a particular griddle, a lefse griddle, and you cook on it. It's larger than what a French crepe would be, so it was okay. probably double the size, okay. and then you just roll it roll it up and eat away. So, yeah. That sounds it's delicious. Really
0: yeah, um, I'm a huge fan of bread. I'm a huge fan of potatoes. So you're ah, there you like go. sort of mashing those up and together. and Yeah, yeah. Oh. So um, you talk about the griddle. Is that something you have in your shop? Or? I
1: do not. Um, I know that you can get them at some of the um, more European stores. Um, oh, okay. I, I have seen them in a catalog. You know, one of my suppliers, I think, had them, but a little bit more... Um, Niche, I think, than okay. what a typical saver customer would be nice. looking for. Yeah.
0: So, what kind of equipment are you having at Saver?
1: Um, well, I have everything from you know your your simple wooden spoons uh, to uh, bannetons for proofing bread. Um, right on up to uh, cast-iron Dutch ovens. Um, so, yeah, it, it runs the whole range from, you know, tools that new cooks or just everyday cooks need and use, um, right up to more specialty, you know, pieces, madeleine pans, things like that. So, yeah.
0: What's your favorite piece of equipment that you have?
1: Oh, wow. I have to think about what I use too. Um, <laughs> I well, think
0: that's a loaded question. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, it can be as simple of I have just these silicone spoons that I use almost every day. Um, but yeah, the cast iron. I recently did a, a great sort of uh, shrimp Thai shrimp curry uh, the other day um, in my. Braiser that I have and it was just the perfect size and really easy to sort of simmer the vegetables and then just at the end throw in the shrimp and yeah.
0: Yeah, that sounds that sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah. I, I feel the same way when you're thinking about what is your favorite like I, I think one of my favorites is like just a wooden spoon that I have. Yeah. Because I use that all the time no matter what I'm making. Right, know? yep. Whether making scrambled eggs or a tomato sauce it's Yeah. It's, yeah. it's in there
1: yeah sometimes the simplest tools are, are the ones that yeah they're they make life easy and they're you use them all the time so definitely awesome. necessary awesome
0: yeah. um, I know that you uh, have a little bit of food so what kind of specialty foods are you having?
1: Um, well what I have I used to have a ton and um, but now what I've got I have a line out of Quebec that's a really nice line that I continue to sell and it's um Olive oils and vinegars, actually, and the company has groves in Greece, olive oil grove, olive groves in Greece, okay. um, and they do vinegar. And I, you know, I'll have people come down from Edmonton and buy a case of that olive oil or a case of the uh, white balsamic vinegar. So nice. that's that's one line. And then I have um, Indian spice mixes from a, a company out in BC. Um, they've been doing the you know making them for years and years and it's they're really clean so there's no extra salt there's no msg there's no gluten so it's a really nice product and it has a great following people love it and and it's called dakshaws so yeah i can i continue to sell that as well too so
0: nice that's i like the idea of having it like where it's not adding those extra things that you don't need right just keeping it With the real ingredients and simple,
1: like we've already been talking about, simple, easy, and good. Right, yes. Well, and quality is always something that's really important uh, to me. And so, you know, a lot of times products out there, you know, in in the bigger world have a lot of fillers in them and things that don't need to, like they don't really serve any purpose. Yeah. And so, yeah, um, it's just clean clean food and it's tasty, right? Good. Yeah.
0: So what sets your, the olive oil that you were just talking about, what sets that apart from just your regular everyday olive oil or, and the white balsamic vinegar?
1: And Right. Uh, well, I mean, they are uh, extra virgin olive oils. They're okay. first cold pressed. Um, they, uh, I think that um, what people like about them, uh, there are two different one is uh, made from black olives, which is unique. Okay. Um, Mavrolia olives out of Greece. Um, it's near the Kalamata region, so it's just got a different flavor profile. And um, it just, like, really fresh. Uh, really, uh, the, it's the, the one that's the most popular. is really fresh tasting, has a really grassy kind of flavor to it. And, yeah, there's just a following. I, I, don't, I can't explain why there are people that, you know, that's the only oil that they use.
0: But that's pretty awesome to yeah. have that item that people just want to travel for. Mm-hmm. I, I like that uniqueness of yeah. it. So. Hey, everyone. Just going to take a quick time out to bring you an important message from our partners at ATB. At, at ATB, we believe pride is a stance, a stance for love, diversity, and self-worth. It's a stance for acceptance in our workplace, our communities that we serve, and, in our, and with our community partners. ATB is a proud partner of Calgary and Edmonton Pride. ATB's Pride MasterCard is now available and accepted everywhere. ATB takes pride in all Albertans. That means standing out for what's right in the workplace, in our communities, and alongside community partners, including Firefly in schools, Calgary Library's Reading with Royalty program, Alberta and Calgary Pride and Calgary Sexual Health Centre. To find out more, go to atb.com slash pride. Earlier you were talking about how you'd throw dinner parties and you'd go to dinner parties. If you were throwing a dinner party, what kind of stuff do you have? Like, What, what meals do you make that stand out and blow your friends away? Ah. Uh,
1: <laughs> um, I don't throw as many dinner parties as I used to. One... Um, uh, type of food that I like to cook that I came to learn about more and enjoy through the store and selling products is Moroccan. Okay. And so I will make, I, I have several tagines, um, both the pot and the recipes that I make that I really enjoy. So if I were inviting a, a, a group of people over, I would probably do that because it's a bit different. Um, I've also been to Morocco, um, oh, nice. you know, partway through the time of, of owning the store. And so, um, yeah, just the serving of it, the flavor combinations. You know, a lot of Moroccan stews have, they, they have a meat, but then they'll have uh, like apricots and some yes. of the sea like the seasonings. So I like the unique flavor profiles that they have. And then the different salads and the couscous and the things that go alongside um, them that would be one that I would do Italian is always one of my favorite go-tos also just because it's once again fresh and clean and yeah
0: Yeah. cool um you talked about going to Morocco Mm -hmm. when you travel places is it a food adventure for you
1: yes food is a big part of why I like to travel and when I do travel I search I always search out um traditional, uh, cuisine and, uh, recommendations for places to eat. And, um, yeah, Vietnam, I've spent a month in Vietnam and so, you know, ate, ate a bunch of great food there. And, uh, Yeah, I think part of that goes back to my teaching English as a second language. Okay. Because um, one of the wonderful things about teaching ESL is you typically always have a potluck party at the end of a semester, and so all the students bring a dish, and then I always took it upon myself to introduce a Canadian or, you know, North American, more typical type dish to my students, and then I got to um try their cuisines so I've I've eaten a lot of Korean nice. Japanese um, and I had some Moroccan a Moroccan student too yeah, a lot of Asian and uh, yeah it, that it, it was a way to travel without traveling. Nice yeah
0: I love that idea. I, I think I want to teach English just so I can <laughs> do that that's yeah it's I, awesome. I'm, I'm a huge fan of potlucks because. I'm always curious about what people will bring, because it intrigues me that this is your best dish, and you want to blow people away with it. Right. And you always, I find, you always get really good food. Yeah. Like, I don't know when I've ever been to a potluck where, with the homemade dish, because some people get lazy and they'll bring KFC or something. Right, right, yes. I want to try what somebody made. Yes,
1: yeah.
0: And something we do at work is have a potluck, so... I know that we have one lady. She brings homemade pierogies every time. Oh, perfect! And they're delicious. Yes. And somebody brings panset, and again, it's delicious. And um, there's a couple other dishes that people bring, but those are the two ones that come to my mind, and they're just so good. And yeah. like you say, it's you get to travel around the world by staying right here. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. That was that was a great. So you think you would benefit. bring
0: Canadian dishes? What, in your mind, is that Canadian oh, dish? Oh,
1: yeah. Well, that's a that's a that's a funny one, isn't it? It is. Um, I well, I mean, a, a few of the uh, sort of typical Canadian foods I think are ones that a lot of people might think of are um, maple maple syrup. Yeah. And so I might bring something that, that, you know, involved that. Salmon is one thing. I lived in on Vancouver Island for a while too, so salmon is a, a food that, you know, Canada is known for as well yeah. because of our geography, right? Um, uh, poutine, which... But I would never make poutine to bring to a potluck. <laughs> but it, it's funny that you asked me that now because I'm selling a book in the store now... Um, And, oh, of course, its name is going to escape me. Uh, Two women went on a road trip across the country and all the territories and found all the uh, what you would call Canadian foods across the country. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I mean, it's regional, of course. It's a a big country. Um, And I might introduce my students to um, a food that maybe my family, you know, like that was more related to you know what my family would make at during holiday time or something like that because we have discussions like that too in in class it would be like well what would be you know an easter dinner or what would be you know so bring something like that where students got to experience that so
0: yeah so some of those holiday meals yeah what everybody else is having around the world too yeah that sounds pretty cool as well like yeah um, as you know, I like talking about food, so I'd like to be part of that class just so I can <laughs> hear about other people's food stories because oh. it'd be pretty enjoyable.
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of history to food. Like, I mean, you learn about people's family, and it's about culture, and uh, you know, everybody eats, and yeah. you know, there's a lot of tradition, and yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And I know, like other cultures, those big events revolve around food, and like, yeah, um, I I've been. I work with a lot of Filipinos and they one of the guys I talk to he says like people will borrow money just to have this big feast and have everybody there for their birthday or right you yeah know, big yeah. whether it's like a big anniversary or something like that so that sounds pretty fun like just just that enjoyment around that big meal that right. big event and yeah. so
1: I think New Year's is one of the biggest like more uh, more common holiday around the world versus for us it's Christmas here right so I think New Year's you know all cultures seem to celebrate a new the new year yeah Um, you know I had a a student from Iran invite me over and cook and she must have cooked for like a week (laughs) before I went to her house and the food was unbelievable and so that's one of my favorite you know I'll go out for Persian food when I get the chance because and it once again it just if she hadn't introduced me to all of those dishes then i wouldn't necessarily know about them right so yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah one of the things you just said like new years is a big and it didn't click on my mind until right now but i always enjoyed new years more than christmas for the food like we my mom made an excellent turkey dinner every year and yeah. but new years we had fondue
1: oh oh wow so that's a fun one
0: i i, I like Fondue a little bit more because there's that variety, and yeah. um, I like dipping stuff. So <laughs> if I can cook a meatball and dip it into to a barbecue sauce or some kind of dipping sauce, right, I, I'm happy. Right,
1: so. yeah, that's fun. Yeah,
0: yeah. but um, so where can people find Savor Fine Foods?
1: Savor is um, in Inglewood on right on 9th Avenue, and the address is thirteen thirty one Ninth Avenue Southeast. Awesome. Yeah, right on the Main and Strip.
0: If anybody's wondering, I'll put it in the show notes so you can go down there, check it out. uh, Again, thanks for being on the podcast. I really enjoyed it.
1: Oh, well, it was fantastic. Thank you for inviting me.
0: Awesome. Thank you.